1: Hello and welcome back to the you Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham.
0: And I am Jared Freed. So good to be back here in studio with you, Jordana. How are you? What's happening?
1: I'm great. Had a lovely Thanksgiving. <coughs> How um, was
0: it? Well, you were with Mike's family. I was
1: with Mike's family. It was very nice. Great food. I didn't have to do anything. Show up. Great Chill time. out
0: on the couch. Yeah. Good to go. Exactly. Now, do you go for the whole day? Is this a morning? Is this sleepover?
1: Um, because we live so so close, they live yeah. in Long Beach, as you know. Yes. Um
0: the the, the town that Jordana shall crush <laughs> yes. once she buys up all That's the Because I just estate. go
1: to scope it out yeah. to uh, you know. Um so yeah, because they live in Long Beach, um I About an hour back.
0: from the city. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, if, driving. If, if yeah.
1: you're driving, yeah. Yeah. Um I we we came back that night just because it's like I think I'm I'm generally I feel like of the age where I just like to be in my own bed if I can.
0: I'm with you. You know nothing like waking up in your own bed. Exactly. It's not going to bed in your own bed. It's waking up in your own bed, knowing it you is. didn't. This is the the point of taking the flight and getting out of there and getting home. Yeah. And, ah, should we drive home after the show? Should we drive home after Thanksgiving? Ah, we can do it in the morning. Then you're stuck in the morning traffic. Right. The day starts at 10 instead of 8 and 11 instead of 9. You know, it's, uh, no, I'm with you. I that, That's the decision I kind of live with when you go on the road. Like, yeah, it's sure. like, can I should find I a, home? right. Yeah. Can I find a flight Sunday night if there's a Sunday night show? Can I find a flight, you know, early, early morning just right. to get out of there? Because it's just, you either want last flight out or, or first flight out.
1: I agree, um, but yeah, it was a it was a great, lovely time. How was Boca?
0: Boca was great. It is. I mean, I love it there. Like I, 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 I really enjoy everything about it. I also just, and I said last week, we what? talked about it on the podcast. My anxiety level, but there's a show within the show. I'm watching the show. My uh. parents are crazy. They're out of there. There's a video I posted on TikTok. Very I didn't funny. even put it on the Instagram. Joke with the whale.
1: You got to. Oh, the whale joke. That pleasure.
0: <laughs> that, that bomb. Okay, so when you go to Boca, everyone's tell a joke. Tell what do you do? What when you tell people you're a comedian? There are a couple different reactions. There's there's the, the really nice one that's like, oh my god, really? What? Where do you perform? Uh, how long have you been doing? it? Those are very interested questions. Then there's a there's this other version of I'm offended that you do comedy. Oh, you think you're funnier than me? Who do you think you are? Is is a little bit of the
1: who is how old is the youngest permanent resident in this community?
0: There. So this is. The, this is something my parents will tell you. It's a young community. Okay. To them it is young. What is young? They have there's families there. There's like people with, with like kids. kids. Yeah, yeah. They're oh, not wow. in like a 55 plus situation. Oh, I
1: thought this was like a retirement area. It, it just so
0: happens to be. This is like Would you
1: raise your kids there?
0: Um every, the gol- on the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> they I mean they're living a different life there. Right. You can tell like I you know there are people who grew up there, like Woodfield is is one of the big communities down there, okay. and there are people that like went to high school, lived inside the community, like they lived that life. It's like I would say that growing up in a community in Boca is similar, not similar in in life, but like similar difference of real life as a New York City kid. Okay, like a kid who grows right. up in the city has a very different life and a very yes. different uh, trials and tribulations that they go through growing up the kid who grows up in a golf course community <laughs> similarly has lived a different experience. I like how it's me. like
1: the Jewish version of like the kids who grow up skiing in the Colorado and the mountains. <laughs> right. It's like the more complainy version of that. Oh, the complaints.
0: Oh, the complaints. I don't know if I told this last week. I just told you now there was a woman. I walked out of the clubhouse. She's walking in and she just goes, I hate it here. <laughs> And I wanted to like look at her and go, do you mean earth? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you aware? Yeah, I don't right. understand. Yeah. And, and so they're in a young community. It's
1: not like, and it's funny because. Everyone's not about to die.
0: There's some people close to death. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> there's some death around the corner. Death is knocking for some of the people, but most of the people, they're not. See, my Thanksgiving.
1: got a few years left. Okay. Right.
0: Because my brother and I have aged. With our parents and we don't have marriage kids. Like we didn't get married at 27 and have kids already. Our holiday events, like you were with like Mike's family Mm -hmm. and was his brother there?
1: Yes, his brother, my sister-in-law.
0: So this this is the classic, get the family together, everyone else out. Right. Because my grandfather growing up was a big invite everybody guy. Okay. So now my mom is a big... If someone doesn't got a place, come. I don't care how rando you are.
1: It looked like you were, like, at a restaurant.
0: Well, we're at the clubhouse.
1: That's where everyone does Thanksgiving. Everyone
0: does Thanksgiving there. So the the beauty of moving there is that you don't have... My mom's like, I'm not cooking. Fuck that. We're going to go to the buffet. And they put on a buffet. Like, it's a good... It's a nice... uh, It's nice. But then my mom goes, you know, who's at the table? So it's like, my mom's, like, totally in the camp. And I think it's very nice. If she's taught. She does this with my shows, which is annoying, but it's Everyone nice. Everyone should come. Come. Uh, yeah. You got no... Come. Bring... Um. I don't care. <laughs> my mom is a, a... Like, is... Has never had an awkward moment in her life. She doesn't believe... She's never felt awkward okay so she'll just invite no anybody no shame no, shame. no nothing yeah. no no anything if you watch video, just nothing nothing okay. phases her right. is what i would say and, and i mean that it's a nice thing okay and it's it's, it's it's so she'll be like you come you're with us come with us so we always have this like random posse of of olds because okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's people that like maybe the family couldn't show up or right. whatever so we had this like my aunt and uncle myself my brother's girlfriend, but not your brother, not my brother, because wow. he was working. So, like,
1: again, she didn't want to stay with her own family,
0: she had to work.
1: Oh, she wow. works, okay,
0: she's a you know, she works, she's in the news in, yes. in Miami, so she's a sportswoman. So, you know, and, and it's really nice that she came, like, it's That's cool great. to have her yeah. being a part of the family, which is really nice. And then, I this saw other the
1: photo booth pic.
0: yeah, it's like <laughs> the, the photo booth pick, right. she looks like it's my sister, right? You know, so. And then this other random couple that were very nice, but, you know, they've been living at the community. they join up. And the one guy, the husband was like, tell us a joke. Like, he wanted to know, like, what do you, what kind of, he goes, what, what, what's your thing? You know, that's another. Who the,
1: filmed this, this joke?
0: So, I, so, he, so he, Ruthie, my brother's girlfriend, Ruthie, what happened was this guy goes, I got a joke for you. And I go, okay, great. And there's something called street jokes. If you don't know what street jokes are, street jokes are basically public domain for jokes. Anyone can tell them. Okay. No one knows who wrote them. They're just like two, a rabbi and a lawyer going to the bar, sure. like that type of joke. Right.
1: Why they're did the ve- chicken cross the road?
0: Right. That's a street joke that is a Catskills borscht belt old thing. Sure. It is In comedy, they, anyone can tell them. Street jokes are a lot of fun. If you get a bunch of street jokes together and everyone knows one, mm-hmm. they're always fun to tell. They're always like gimmicky and fun. So this guy tells this street joke. He goes, "I got a joke for you." And I'm like, "Let me get out my paper and pen." Like I'm kind of joking, but he didn't. He was like, "Okay. Yeah, take out your paper and pen. <laughs> you know, this might this might help you." Okay. And I he tells this joke that I've heard before, but it's a street joke and, he, and it's like it's this whole long thing that basically ends with the The premise of the joke is I fucked your daughter and she gave me a venereal disease. It's really if you okay. if you think into it, it very twenty
1: twenty two, right?
0: Very twenty two. Everyone laughs, fun. He's like, oh, you know, the salesman shows up at the farmer and the farmer says, "Don't touch my daughters." You know, it's like that type of joke. Sure. So then I go, I got a joke, and.
1: Oh, that was So then then I go,
0: Ruthie, tape me. This is going to bomb so badly because my friend told this joke at 4th of July and it bombed so badly, but we all knew it was a bad, like we laughed at how bad the joke was. was But when you're with older people, I don't think they even understand the, like, honestly, when I go, I got a joke, my parents are like, show them what you got, son. Okay. Like they don't think that I'm, and I'm like, I'm going to tell this purposely bad joke. So I, I go, okay, two whales walk into a bar. They sit down. The first well goes. It's
1: still going.
0: Second well. The second well <laughs> looks at him and goes, "Hey, Brad, you drunk?"
1: I don't get it. Can you explain it goes?
0: You're like my parents. Everyone at the table is like. What the fuck was that? They were so angry.
1: I don't get it. It's
0: just that he's a whale and the guy's like, are you drunk? Like, you don't act like that normally. But hasn't he
1: always been a whale? Right. That's like... uh... (laughs) Every time it hits, (laughs) production is loving it. It
0: doesn't... It it hits in a way that it's not... That it's so stupid. It's not... And... If you go to the video, my mom is like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever. Like, they were like offended that I have embarrassed the family.
1: I see. She, they, she was like, take it back. She okay.
0: thought it was going to be like a real joke. She's like, oh, well, let's hear this joke. And I'm like, right. I'm doing and that in the middle of Thanksgiving. And that's all anyone's remember
1: about you until next right. Thanksgiving.
0: I mean, the guy who I told it to, the guy who told the street joke to me, he goes, ah, hopefully all the crackheads in Miami come to your show. Like he like made some comment. <laughs> Everyone's going to hate that joke. <laughs>
1: <Right>? <laughs> well, it did well here.
0: Thank you. I (laughs) except for you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I still don't get it. It's just
0: stupid. It's supposed to be bad. Okay. And the idea—they literally like every. My uncle was like, "What the hell was that?" He's like, "What the hell is that?" Like it was so Seinfeld. Their reaction. Right. I think next year we should do a thing where we tell everyone who listens to go tell the whale joke at their next family event. Yeah. And tape everyone's reaction. Tell it at the next holiday. Tag you up. Yeah, Christmas. next holiday, Christmas. Yeah. Do the whale joke. Or Hanukkah. See whoopie. Go, I got a joke. And see, every- oh, okay, good. People love a joke.
1: Yeah. Tell us how it goes. It tell- could be like one of those TikTok videotape. trends where you pretend to be like from Devil Wears Prada or something.
0: Right. No, it's like when they when Jimmy Kimmel tells them, tell your kids you ate the candy. Yes. You ever see that? That
1: was funny. Yeah. First year. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, so show us a video of your family reacting to the yes, whale joke.
1: I love that. Okay. Also, just so you, before we get into our show, I wanted to give you your gift because it's belated, your anniversary gift. Whoa! Yes. Now, no, I didn't forget about it. Okay. It was. So, it was. Uh. It was really weighing on me. I love getting a gift, but I'm not
0: good at getting them. Okay. Like I don't know how to thank enough. I don't know if my gift. I'm. Ho- I said. Did you feel thanked enough
1: for for your gift? Absolutely. Okay. I don't need to be thanked. I don't give a fuck. Okay. <laughs>
0: But I, I think, cause I don't care to be thanked. I don't know if I'm giving enough.
1: Oh no, do not worry about okay. it. Okay. I also don't don't care to be thanked. Don't okay. Don't don't believe in thank you cards.
0: <laughs> thank you.
1: Okay. All right. All right. So because you got me a a fifty dollar gift card to Starbucks. Yes. I because I was two or three weeks late had to get you a $75 gift Whoa. card to one of your favorite date spots, Dante. Whoa! So oh, sorry. Got to make sure we, we cross out that that uh, that gift card uh, line so that no one steals <laughs> the gift it. card. Um, but you said you like that I love Dante. Right? And then also, um, so I got 75 because I'm late and I oh to god. be better. Oh my
0: god. That's not necessary, but thank you. And
1: here's my other thing is I wanted to make sure that you went on a date Used and then used paid with a gift card. Okay, so that I can hear the story. It's really, it's a gift for me as well, and for the audience. And yeah, I could have I could have emailed you the gift card, but instead I was like, "Let me print it. I want to hear the story of him taking. He's uh, hold on a date. On. Yeah, I'm the gonna fold comes. it up. Sarah, I have a gift card.
0: Um, <laughs> so it's so I have to use it that way.
1: I mean, you I'm don't, okay with that. I'm okay. I feel like you
0: should. I'm okay to make. For Whatever. the story, for, for the, the story, yeah, I'm yeah. okay to waste a woman's night.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm sure we've definitely gotten this red flag or deal breaker. They right, pay with a with a gift card, they pay with a coupon. This is not a coupon.
0: It's not a coupon, but yeah. it's a gift card. Yes. I mean, it's. A, I'm putting it in my wallet. I'm folding it up. Amazing. It will be given. I okay. So here's how I'll do it. I love this. I will go on a date to Dante. Okay. I will not reveal the gift card until the end of the date. Yes. And I will say. I got it. When the check comes, I'll go. I got it, and then actually, I have a gift card. That's how I'll <laughs> yes. say it, and I'll unfold it.
1: <laughs> Make sure it's super crumpled. It, Make sure it's as crumpled as possible. Right.
0: Put it on top of the check. Right. With my card, if there's more.
1: If there's more, if they, yes. you
0: know, if it doesn't cover the whole thing, Which I'm a drinker. Not, yeah. you know, I don't know. You know okay.
1: if I don't know if Apps, you're getting whatever. Yeah. Dante is not a cheap place. It's not. I'm sure
0: and I will come back with the story once it happens. Thank you. It hasn't I mean, I don't have anyone in mind. I haven't right. brought... I
1: mean, if they're a listener, they're going to be prepared. Yes. I love gifts. I love giving gifts that are gifts for me as well. <laughs> so it's I'm the with most. you. I
0: love it. I love it. Thank you. I uh, This is... Of uh, course. Thank you. A, happy five f- years. Happy five years. Happy five years to the audience, to us. I mean, in the dating game, I've like... I mean, as far as like, who would I go on a date with? I've been on a... A rot.
1: Have you? I feel like you've been very close to a second date with with um, with people. With people.
0: I've been close to second dates, but just I don't know. I I'm not excited not about it. I'm not motivated. Summer's a weird time. I agree with you, and plus the special coming up. I'm like, I don't really have like last night. I did two hour sets at the cellar to get ready. Right. And then I was thinking of doing something tonight, and then I'm like, fuck, I've, I've filled up the calendar. Like, I kind of have to wait until the After special. The, the eighth. After the 8th. After the 8th, I'm kind of off and until. This episode, this episode comes out on the 7th. The 7th. So the, tonight, I'll, I mean, I also was like, I'm not going to drink until the special. I'm going to take a month off. I'm going to be good. And then that went out the window.
1: I mean, you went home.
0: So quickly.
1: Can't not drink when you. Go you home. can't
0: not drink when you go home, right? right. Yeah,
1: I mean, you can't that's not when drink you need it the most, right? When, right. <laughs> Take off your shoes. Oh, I love a drink. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, I think that uh, that makes sense. I think again, it's it's short enough time, where it doesn't seem like this huge excuse of I'm too busy right. and all this stuff. And then you probably got like some holidays. St- I mean, I just think December is a kind of strange time, right? Because there's a lot of other stuff going on, which is on un- which is. Uh, not as common for the winter. Right. And it's just... People but, go home, people, people go away. home,
0: everyone's got, the, you know, the excuses built in, like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going away. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was on these dating apps, and I'm just like, I told you I switched my location to Boca, and then I switch it back to New York. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, at one point, it showed we've run out of people. And I was like, in New oh, York? Wow. In <laughs> right? New York? Right, like in New York. And I go... Jared Like I, I had run to Run like, out of people I go Jared What is wrong with you Like you're the problem Like To quote Taylor Swift Tay Tay Told me I'm the me. problem It's me Me Because If you run out of people In New York You gotta fucking Talk to yourself <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I mean, I don't... Could there be a city where there were more options? I don't no. know. What is the city with more options? I'll
0: never forget. My buddy came here. My buddy was like going through a divorce. He came to the city. He goes, he goes. I love Bumble here, man. You never run out of women. And he came from Boston. So it's yeah. like, he was in Boston running out of people. Here, he's like, it's just it keeps Yeah, I don't going. think
1: there's a city with more people. So yeah, if you run out of options in New York, you might be the issue. But... That's not to say you're you're in an issue right. and uh well, I think we've got you know
0: Let's give some people some dating advice. <laughs> let's <laughs> Now that we've established your credibility. My credibility is zero. Um, oh, one more thank you before we get started. Of course. Started the people posting the Spotify wrapped oh, I know it's like kind it. of like this little silly thing that everyone it's easy to make fun of it is so nice of you to post it and make us a part yes. of your lives in that way um, and to tag us and thank you That that's very cool yes
1: to hear that we've spent thousands of minutes in your ears this year it really it's extremely flattering I'm extremely grateful think about talking about you know post Thanksgiving it's it's really nice
0: five years yes. that's right people who said the intros are too long
1: fuck you <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Look who's laughing now.
0: Right. We're all over that Spotify wrapped.
1: Yeah, we're under 20 minutes now for the intro too.
0: We're good to I'm go. Impressed
1: with us. I'm only going to promote one date
0: cuz I'm let's two, two it. dates. Virginia Beach is this weekend. I don't even I don't I I'm coming, okay? I don't know what material what I are, have. What
1: are the actual dates cuz I did read one review that was Uh-oh. like you say this weekend, but if you're not if you're listening to an old episode. Oh. So Well, why, I guess, what's the actual date?
0: Well, I guess my re, my re, my rebuttal to that person is JaredFried.com.
1: JaredFried.com. If it ain't there, i yeah,
0: yep. <laughs> If it ain't there, I'm gone. I've I've been. Yes. So Virginia Beach is the ninth and tenth of December. And then I'm gonna be in San Diego for New Year's weekend. Oh wow. That's a fun New Year's San weekend. San Diego. San Diego. More, nice and warm. Right. Beautiful, warm. Um, if you're in San Diego, I'm going to be trying to bring new material, and you know because the special is like that's it. And you're coming this Saturday to the show. I'm
1: coming this Saturday to the practice round. Right. I'm coming on the eighth. I'll Can't be there. Um, I'm very excited. It's going to be one of the highlights of my December. Oh,
0: thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's getting better. It's good. I've
1: seen you. You all. You're already great. So I thank can only you. imagine. Well, here's better. the other
0: thing. The energy of the room is going to be wild because I just did two shows at the cellar. It was for, you know, it was our audience. Yeah. You know, people that like this show couldn't have been better. Like, people are supportive. They're excited. It, it, they got relatability at an all time high. Like, all the jokes, everyone's like, that's me. It's happening. So that's, that's awesome. cool to hear. So,
1: and the show sold out in like, both shows sold out in like under an hour. So Half you know, hour. You know, it's going to be good.
0: What else we got? Uh, and then. Your podcast, I'm a huge
1: fan. Thank you. Yeah, that's oversharing. You know, check it out. It's out every Tuesday. It calms me. I will say, I I don't think my
0: voice is calming to anyone.
1: (laughs) I think it is to to a lot of people. (laughs) Laughter is very relaxing to a lot of people.
0: Uh, Well, I'm having fun listening to you and your sister. It's a very, you know, some podcasts, now that podcasting has become this industry. Right, everyone has a podcast. Everyone has a podcast. And also everyone just like meets one day. Like, we should start a podcast. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> right? You and your sister have this lived in experience that right. can't be replicated, which uh, I so.
1: Because our parents are so crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. So, thank um. your parents for giving us the.
1: What the fuck is this? Oh my e. god! My
0: podcast just started on my phone because oh, wow. I said podcast.
1: Was it your? Is it your podcast? No.
0: Th- if I was, if you, <laughs> if that was the big reveal that I listened to my own. You, know, and, uh, what about like, you share your Spotify rap it's <laughs> just
1: uh, J Train. J Train, J Train, J Train. You up, up J Train. <laughs> Bachelor. Yeah. And thank you to subscribe. U-Up sub- subscribers because I've seen a lot that are you know they come up t- as two separate podcasts. A lot of people both the u Up show and the. The benefits show are both in your in your top listens. So. Very cool, very I cool. I love that. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest and how does surviving the competition, prepare them for everything that comes after follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad free right now by joining Wondery plus. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to third love. You can have both. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code PODCAST15.
0: Let's get to the email.
1: Let's do it. Okay. I'll read the first one. Hey, Jordana and Jared. I'm a 31-year-old man who's been on... (laughs) What up, bro? (laughs) who's been on the apps for a few years and I have a situation I wanted to get your thoughts on. Two-ish years ago, I matched with a woman. Let's call her Maria on Hinge. What is this West Side Story?
0: Right. Maria, I just DM'd with a girl named Maria.
1: She sent a happy face. I love that. I think we should do a modern day, right? um, modern day West Side Story.
0: Oh, I love it! That's, I hmm. hearted the response
1: to whole. Imagine changing, <laughs> imagine changing the lyrics to the matchma- matchmaker, matchmaker, to uh, you know, like hinjab pinjab right make me a match well
0: listen start paying hinge right (laughs) for that or or whoever wants
1: to sponsor that uh, that Broadway show
0: matchmaker matchmaker make me a match find me a find catch me a catch it's a great song it's a great song
1: so two-ish years ago he matched with a woman let's call her Maria on hinge Maria I also love when they write like let's call her something and then they never use the name again right (laughs) (laughs)
0: let's call her. What's her face.
1: Uh, (laughs) We had some good banter via text, followed each other on social media and I asked her to get drinks, but she was noncommittal when it came to setting a date. So things fizzled Hmm. a year later. I was back on the apps after a relationship that didn't work out. And I see Maria, I like her photo again. You just can't help yourself with some people, you know, I've been there. And she matches with me and says something along the lines of we've matched before. And I follow you on Instagram. Uh, the skull emoji, skull and crossbones emoji. Yep. We chat a bit, and I ask her out again, but just like the first time, she's noncommittal. So, in the spirit of George W. Bush, <laughs> fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, we can't get fooled again. I don't even...
0: It was a... Is that
1: like shame on me?
0: Well, it's fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me is right. the is the yes. saying, but George W. Bush has famously said it that way. Okay. So this is a
1: is a rave on George Bush.
0: It was a little bit of a he he went for a reference Okay, and it's appreciated. I'm not sure if it
1: hit, but it, you know. Listen, we, we sometimes try. it's
0: the whale joke, sometimes it's uh, you know. Yeah.
1: Anyway, you're not going to you're not going to get one past this emailer because he said I unfollow her on Instagram and move on with my life after that. Okay. Cut to present day. Maria still follows me on Instagram and in responds to a relatively uninteresting story I post, not in a flirty manner, but there's a few messages back and forth. My question, how do you think she views this scenario? And as a follow-up if you have time, <laughs> what do you think the skull and crossbones means? And yes, I feel incredibly old having to ask for an emoji translation. Love the podcast. So let's start with the easy one.
0: The the emoji. The emoji is yeah. dead. Dead. Right. Right. I'm that. dead. I'm LOL. dead. It's it's a it's a version of lol. Yes, like it's a version of like oh my god, dying, dying. Yeah. Right, so, yeah. and that was an easy one. That was easy. We've matched before, and I follow you. And to put it in context with what she wrote, because he matches with her again. We've matched before, and I follow you on Instagram. Dead. It's, it's it's a call out. But a playful call out. It's kind of my, like we're calling opinion.
1: our we're calling both of ourselves out.
0: Right. Let's right. let's be honest about that. We let's make sure we start the conversation that we've met before.
1: Yeah. Instead I, of
0: because it happens sometimes. I've I mean I have hearted people's profiles. They go back again. I'm like, I don't have any memory. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> you know we've had this. I had someone like I've written to people like to their prompts and they go. You know we've talked about this before and I'm like, okay. It makes me when they do that. It makes me want to literally take the app, crumple the app up, and throw it into the ocean and never return again. Like if if someone said that to me at a party, if 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 the if the dating app's a party, and I went up to a woman and I was like, "Hey, uh, I am fluent in sarcasm," and she was like, "You know, you already said that line to me," I would run out of the party crying. <laughs> like it, it makes right. me. It is so embarrassing. There's a nicer way to go about that. What's obviously the nicer you way? Need, Well, cuz I could write back, "Well, what? obviously you weren't interesting enough to remember." Well. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't.
1: Well, let's hear what's the nicer way.
0: "Hey, I'm not sure if you remember or not, but we've met before on this app."
1: I think like It's hard to detect tone though, cuz I'm not sure if you remember or not. It could be like, "I don't know if you remember or not, but Ooh. we've matched" Fair that before too, so like maybe the tone, and again, maybe this tone is more playful than.
0: I think this person's tone's playful.
1: Yeah, dead emoji is playful.
0: Dead emoji is playful. To to call out that someone has already made this joke to you, is like that's offensive. That I don't know another tone to take that with. What do you mean? I'm, I'm saying in my scenario right, yeah. where I like joke around with their prompt, which is me making an effort, like more than liking your bathing suit picture. Yeah. To write back to to accept the match on Hinge, which is what you have to do, and go, we'll try again. You've done this joke already. It's like fuck off. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I run into that scenario, and then there's a moment because we're so alone in this dating world. I'm like, am I on this so much that? that I'm the only one who rematches with people and does the same. Like, is this a me problem or right. does this happen? Is like my
1: first. Thought. I'm sure this happens all the time. I would assume. I remember this happening to me. Okay. Like, you know, you date, you're on the apps for long enough. You match with the same people. Right. Over and over again or are on more than one app. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you follow them on Instagram, but like that. Happens, well, the,
0: happens. The, so what do you think of this?
1: So what do I think? Th- I think, and I, we say this a lot, this is an example of some people just want to know you would. Right. They don't really want to go out. They just want it. They want a little ego boost mm-hmm. of knowing you would. So he asks her out. She knows this guy asked me out before. I'm mm-hmm. um, not totally interested in going out with him, but it feels nice to be asked out. Right. So she's <laughs> kind of like, yeah, I could go for that again.
0: In addition to what you're saying, I totally agree. Some people just like the feeling. They're they're on the dating app for the gamification of it. Yeah. The dopamine rush that they get from that is the same I get from Wordle. Right. You know, like yes. getting the Wordle right and getting a max feels good. A little hit. Here's the one thing I'll say. The minute you go from the app to Instagram, someone is doing that of the two. I'm not sure if it's both of you or one of you, uh, but someone in this conversation needs more convincing obviously it was her yeah she needed to see more than what you had on the app i don't think i think to me if i need to see more i don't want to go out with you
1: she doesn't want to go out with him
0: that's the thing right so she but but the problem is she goes oh he's got a little bit of the things i want they go to instagram she sees the instagram follows and goes eh. And she doesn't want to go out anymore. Right. She she got, you know, liking on an app for someone is a first step. Some people, they're like, no one ever talks to me on the app. And it's like, well, that was their first step. You guys have different levels of, you know, letting people in.
1: Right. Different thresholds for what it takes to get you on a date. Absolutely. Also. And I mean, to bring, you know, what I've anything, something I've learned from Dr. Naomi on this mm. is that your thoughts are not your permanent state of being, right? Okay. So in her mind, she's like, okay, I'm not really interested. But then she sees something and she's like, maybe I could be interested. And then they talk and then she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah actually, I'm not interested. Or right. like in that moment, she was like, yeah, I might, like when maybe when they're talking before he asks her out. She's like, yeah, I could be into this, and then it comes time for like her to say yes to a time and date, and she's like, actually.
0: And I see eye and to you happen eye. Happens to see
1: you all the time. I'm sure.
0: I see eye to eye with her completely. That happens to me a lot. Mm-hmm. Eh, if I'm not, if not now, it's never. Right. You know. But
1: then I'm sure you have a moment where you're like. Maybe I should have gone out with that yes, person.
0: Absolutely. So that and and from the other side, I've been on the other side too. I've been in this guy's position.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You ask him out and they don't give you a straight answer, and you go, What the fuck? Why am I the one pushing for this when all I want to do is get drinks? Right. And this person, it's such a big deal for them. Oh, and you can see he's getting affected by
1: it. And that's I mean, my we wrote into this podcast. We wrote so. in this podcast. <laughs> that's one
0: I would one say. issue. But most of all, she he goes, the whole fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice. I unfollowed her. Fuck that bitch. And it's like, you could tell like he's like, I got to show her what's up. And it's like, no, she doesn't care that much. Right. And when you care more than the other person, you feel like a. now that's what makes him write in. Because he's yeah. like, what the fuck is happening here? She's still following. She's still writing back to my stories. I asked
1: her out. Right. What, what more does she want?
0: Right. What are you doing yes. with me? Let me go.
1: Yes. <laughs> and, and I, no, it's nice to see that from a man's perspective. Right. And it goes both ways because I,
0: I have been in that position and I've been in her position. Right. It, it goes around. So yeah.
1: I would say I'm like, she's not, she likes that you respond. She knows you're into her enough to, to ask her out. That's the
0: other thing. Sorry to interrupt, but that's a big point of this is responding to your stories She's responding to stories of a guy who's attracted to her. Yes. And that's what feels good. He has to remember that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The dating apps are two people saying, I'm attracted to each other. So when you have that information, you have that information. Yes. You know, like it, 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 that is in the background of everything you do. So what she gets out of it, you're like, well, why does she need to like answer? She knows you thinks she's She, she hot. knows you
1: would. Yeah. Right. Sometimes that's all you really need to know. Absolutely. And I have to say, because we haven't necessarily discussed this part of it yet, but those things are especially nice when you've been rejected by someone that you're actually interested in. And I don't know if men do this.
0: And this is this is where This is where the roller coaster of this shit heads into, like, the dark cave of, of like, of shittiness. Because yeah. you're right. I, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. I mean, about. I don't
1: know if you've experienced that, but sometimes I feel like if I, you know, let's say I went on a date with a guy and then I thought it went well and he didn't ask me out on a second date mm. and I'm feeling kind of shitty, I'm like, oh, why don't I respond to the story of this guy that I know all reliable, all reliable. <laughs> he was like down to he wants to go out again he will, he'll give me attention right um and that i could use that right now because i'm feeling a little little down and you know i don't think it's right i think it's like you, a little usy. yeah you're using degree. someone but yeah.
0: in degrees of using someone right. it's the smallest degree because it's just one click away right. and it doesn't feel like a lot but it is. No, I, I, I understand that mentality. Like, I understand that as far as like, you know, going on a date versus going out with the person that you've hooked up with before. Yeah. You know, like, if I go on the second One's date... It,
1: boost. Yeah. Guaranteed.
0: I, I can guarantee someone's going to cuddle me. Right. You know, like, as opposed to like... I don't know how this is going to go and there's, uh, you know, you're not sure. Are we going to connect? Is it going to be a fun conversation? Oh, reliable, you know, knows how to touch my nuts.
1: And I don't think it's right. I've had that happen to me. You know, Mm -hmm. those are always the guys who come. Like we've talked about this before, mostly with men where it's like, you know, they come back and they, you know, they they ask you to go out and when they previously dumped you and you're kind of like, oh, well, I'm really invested in this and they're not. Right. And you're they're kind of using you and so I do think that happens. I think that this is a pretty small scale of it so well, it's kind of harmless. Well, men
0: men get into the harmful version because like, you know, then they're doing that with like needing physicality. Right. You know, when you sleep
1: with someone, it's a different story. Different, different than story. getting
0: the mental boost, ego boost right. that this person's coming to this guy for, which is, listen, different same but different, you know, <laughs> with different yes. consequences, so right. to speak. So, yeah, I know, I get that. It's, I feel for this guy because what he has to do, if he, you know, now that he's shown he's been affected by this, he's got to like kind of block her, I think. Yeah. Like you've tried, mm-hmm. you gave it a shot. And what they are is a mirage. Like he, because what happens when you're on his side of things, and you know this, we've all, you go well, may oh, look who came back around. Maybe they and you start yeah. thinking. You go, I could see it. I, you know what? I should. I know, may you know, you make excuses for them. Oh, I'm sure they were going right. through something. And Maybe they're you- seeing someone else. They're back. They must obviously want to go again. And then you ask them out again. And they give you no answer to your ask out again. And you go, oh
1: fuck, yeah. I'm back. And then you want it more too because now right. now it's this thing that's like elusive. Now it's like, oh, they they. Maybe this time's the time.
0: The forbidden fruit. Right. This is our story.
1: I agree. He should block, not because she's like this horrible person. No. But again, for the the same reason we tell everyone to block people, for themselves. Right. Absolutely.
0: It is interesting to hear from the guy's point of view. Like yeah. this email from the guy's side of things. And it's like, we do have this too. We do have the sand slipping through our fingers. Like that's what it feels like.
1: Right. I just think... I think men do have it too but when they when they do it when they're on the other side and they do it badly it feels a lot more mean right
0: right <laughs> I, I have a part about that in the special There's a, I have material about that and I talk about a version of that and you can and I even say on stage I'm like it's so funny that the women laugh at that and don't laugh at that <laughs> and it's like you know the it's joke ain't so funny anymore <laughs> yes.
1: the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, UUP listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your leaf fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now.
0: Let's do some awkward sex.
1: All right, let's do it.
0: And keep sending them in. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. This is is on the list. This is top. This this goes on... Hey, j and love the pod, sharing a recent awkward sexual encounter, potentially a long one, but hopefully worth it, and you and the listeners find it as funny and mortifying mortifying as me and my friends I have. did. <laughs> I <laughs> On Friday night, I'm out with the guy I've been hooking up with. Irrelevant detail, he'd come with me and my friends to Magic Mike after a last-minute dropout. What a date.
1: This is a guy who's really into her, I feel
0: R- like. Into <laughs> her or something, something, right? Hey, we got one more ticket to, to the magic. Strip club. To the to the mail <laughs> review. <Yeah. laughs> would, you, would you like Would you like to join? Yeah, fuck yeah. Also makes him seem cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'll go I to just magic, think he's right? like it
1: also is kind of like he's into her. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it.
0: Um we have some more drinks then decide it's time to head back to his. I'm on my period, but we discussed that it's all fine. <laughs> Not fine. (laughs) You're bleeding? Get the fuck out of my face. I don't want the bears coming for us. (laughs) Uh. Then we're back at his. As it's about to uh, hit business time, I peel off to the bathroom to discreetly take my tampon out. After I take it out, I realize I can't see a bin in his bathroom. I wrap it up in toilet paper and head to the kitchen to try and find somewhere to get rid of it. I can't find the light switch either, so I am scrambling around in the darkness all around his kitchen. I'd only ever been there once before, so couldn't really remember where things were. I think I find the bin, but then realize it doesn't have a bin liner in it. And I figure I can't just throw it in since defeats the purpose of me trying to get rid of it discreetly. I considered for a second flushing it down the toilet I know we're not supposed to but it was an emergency situation I thought it would be even worse though if it clogged the toilet then came back up or it needed a plumber to come around or something I'm racking my mind for solutions and my drunk brain gets an idea put it in your jeans pocket to sort out tomorrow you ever put a used, po- a used tampon in your pocket? no
1: I have <laughs> flushed many tampons down the toilet, though.
0: Re- oh, you're gonna get some DMs. I'm gonna get some DMs. I got Listen. a lot of DMs about flushing condoms down the toilet. People are like,
1: "Not Mother Earth." A, ta- a condom is like plastic. This is like, co- I don't know. This.
0: I'm with you. I'm, I don't think.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not like I'm. I'm advocating everyone do it, but also, In I've never situation. had a plumbing issue before. Right. I think that she could have easily just done that you don't I think, think you've got maybe f-
0: she's got the like the mondo tampon like the huge ones uh,
1: i've done it with the huge ones too okay <laughs> <laughs> sorry for all the let
0: information it uh, let it let it out listen, I, people need to know don't these come things. for me
1: but if you're ever in a truly in a true bind you can do it and nothing bad will happen sorry <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah you can you can flush a paper towel roll down that toilet. You're good.
1: It's not that big. <laughs> listen, listen. No,
0: listen. We live and learn. But I agree with you. Like, that's option.
1: Yeah, I've never mm. had a plumbing issue. Okay. So I think. You have to ask my building, them.
0: <laughs> Flash cut to your the, 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 super the super of your building.
1: Actually. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we know. Jordana.
0: So I knew it. <laughs> They're coming for me. <laughs> They're going to come. Gonna this is, he's listening. He's a listener. So I think, great. Head back to his bedroom, find my jeans on the floor in the darkness, and put it in the back pocket, feeling very pleased with myself. And then we get down to it. Problem solved, right? then cut to the next morning and I'm getting dressed to go I grab my jeans and feel in the pockets but don't find a tampon I shake the jeans a few ways and nothing falls out I'm slightly confused but convince myself that maybe I found the bin after all and forgot it in my drunk state so I finish getting dressed and go home and don't think about it again the next day he ends up coming over to mine to hang out we're talking and he says do you want to hear the wildest thing that happened I said (laughs) I say, "Yep." <laughs> he starts explaining. So yesterday, I got my jeans. I oh feel god. some apprehension, and he asks if I know what he's about to say. I said, "I think I did." He then goes He go, then goes on to say, "So I get my jeans, the same jeans I wore out to Magic Mike, and I put my hand in the back pocket and I pull out a tampon." Oh my god. <laughs> what That's- if he was like, "I didn't know they were actual magicians?" <laughs> I didn't know. Magic Mike is quite a show. Oh,
1: my God. They'll
0: put a used tampon in your back pocket. You didn't even, didn't even see know. it coming. <laughs> I thought it was just a male strip show. They're putting... The blood looked real. I tasted it. It uh, tasted just... <laughs> ew. In my mind, I'm thinking, oh my God, oh my God. I was laughing, but also mortified. I thought I'd gotten away with it. I wasn't sure whether to fess up in case there was any chance he thought it might have been someone else's. He said he'd been super confused because he knew I was on my period and thought he'd taken my my tampon and then for some reason put it in his own back pocket, which was very odd and had forgotten about it. This guy had the worst anxiety ever the next day. If that's what he thought,
1: so like wait, he, he thought. I'm confused. He thought that he took it out. He thought
0: the way I read this okay. was that he was drunk. He they know because he was sober-ish when they had the conversation. Right. I'm on my period. He says it's no problem. So he remembers that conversation. Right. Then they go back and hook up. It's blurry. They're a little drunk. I get it. In his mind. He's like, let me get that for you, dear. <laughs> and pulls then it out. He put it in his. Gets up from the bed. Oh my God. Goes, I'll put it in my back pocket. Maybe you'll want it later. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> Do men think that you can, like, reuse them?
0: Um, I think we know that you can't. I know that
1: you can't. Right. Like a condom. So you wouldn't be I, right. like, oh, we'll, we'll take the same condom and we'll yeah. put it back on. Put it back on. Let's go for round two. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I think. I think
0: again. I've said this on this show. I'm 10 percent away from most guys that are right. you know that you're dealing with. I would think that most guys know They're this not. isn't for later. But like
1: maybe when you're drinking, I guess it when, can you, cross you know. Well, the
0: thing is, when you wake up with anxiety from being drunk, you know this. We we probably right. feel the same way. You think. What's the worst thing I could have done? Yes. And I would Who was been, mad at me? Who's mad at me? And what's the thing I would say that I would never say out loud, but you think you said it? Right. So this is what this guy's doing. He's going- honestly, get ahead of this. <laughs> right? Like, right? Like, in his mind, he's done the worst thing. He's taken out a woman's put tampon. He put it in his pocket to do something weird with later.
1: I want to know, like, how bloody was it? How bloody was, was it? <laughs> if you're listening, please write back and let us know. Well, how know. bloody can it get, I guess? It can get pretty bloody. Like, like could... I mean, that's what... It catches blood, so you can imagine. I, I, it can I'm get, aware it of, of get, what it does. It could get pretty bloody. Well, could you take Depends it... Depends how heavy your flow is.
0: Heavy flow is like one of those phrases that'll never not jar me. <laughs> uh... Heavy flow. Heavy flow. Oh, it's like tuna fish sandwich. Get out of here. I love tuna. Oh. What if you took, could you take a tampon and wring it like a towel and have blood come out from wringing it?
1: I would say yes. Wow. Maddie, what do you think?
0: Maddie?
1: I think it's possible. Okay. Okay. Forget it. She's like, I don't know about Maddie's you. Maddie's a lady. a heavy flow. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that, a, was that an HR yeah, breach? Right. I think... <laughs> I, I didn't, her to tell us. I,
0: you asked, and for some reason, I was very comfortable going. Yeah, what's going on over
1: here? I'm sorry, don't sue me. Um.
0: <laughs> I
1: totally turned, going yeah. So what's going?
0: <laughs> Sean, what's your period like? Now that we gotta get everyone involved to make this less awkward. No.
1: Um... Well, I guess I'm revealing a lot about myself, but listen, I think you could. I'll,
0: I I gotta make fe- I feel like I gotta make everyone feel comfortable. <laughs> I had diarrhea today.
1: I feel, I'll better. Admit it. I feel okay. better. I feel better. I'll feel better.
0: Loose okay. shit. Okay, let's all, right. all be honest. I'm uh, Listen, I'm trying to help. Help me. <laughs> to help so you. The,
1: yeah, I'm I've never felt more like a disgusting. I had yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bring the tampon out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I also had a heavy flow
1: of yes. diarrhea.
0: <laughs> I'm just trying
1: this to help. A, this isn't helping. Is that helping? This Isn't helping. All right. Well, I guess I'm the only one with a heavy flow.
0: Okay, okay. flow, Abraham.
1: Oh, I'm so given, glad we're in a work setting.
0: Given there was no way he thought it was anyone else's, I figured I should probably explain. I guess one more and one important detail is that men and women's black jeans look and feel relatively similar when they're strewn on the floor and you're on all fours scrambling in the darkness. I agree with that. Yeah that this this mistake is not unbelievable to me at all.
1: I totally agree. I think jeans are very. I, have you ever put on a, a woman's jacket by accident? I it, very embarrassing for me. <laughs> I put on a man. I've been like accidentally grabbed a jacket and it's like not mine. Right.
0: I I feel like I'm like the fattest person. you like, put put on a woman's jacket like a pinky gets in. <laughs> <You can't
1: laughs> get I, my arm. Uh, can't
0: even get Um Yeah, this is way believable. Way more believable than. Ringing out a tampon and having blood squirt everywhere. Oh my
1: god, it's possible. <laughs> not everyone has a life flow.
0: He was a great sport about it. I'm just more
1: So I a, bet the audience a, is getting to know me better. You better. Oh my god,
0: I'm not some sort of whore <laughs> with a heavy flow. I, a he-
1: I'm more what? spotty. With a with a, to quote mean girl's uh, heavy flow and a wide set vagina. <laughs> <laughs> i <laughs> never heard that bag- line am I, am I the only one who knows that line
0: was that, what part is that from that's so, so specific she, it was
1: like the it was when the burn book gets out and she's right. like someone wrote in that book that I'm not a virgin because I use super jumbo tampons but it's not my fault that I have a heavy flow and a wide set vagina <laughs> <laughs> that do you think that's the funniest female
0: like led movie
1: I think it is personally.
0: It is the most true to life. Like I, I I feel
1: like I could quote every single line from that movie.
0: But that line is so incredibly funny and so incredibly female. Yes. Like I have, I couldn't write that. I couldn't. Ten men in a room couldn't write that. No, it's hysterical. It's. I mean, Tina Fey wrote. You know that. It's so accurate. It's so accurate to
1: the way women speak to each other and just. Speak generally.
0: And the way you you talk shit. Right,
1: and the way you, like, only the reference is just so specific.
0: Right, even, like, Bridesmaids, like, is funny, but there's, like, a lot of, like, stuff that I'm like, I don't know if it could, it's as specific as Mean Girls.
1: Maybe, I'm trying to, Bridesmaids is an amazing movie, too. I think it's (laughs) also... Uh, Mean Girls came out in 2004 when I was actually like in high school. Mm. And I think that added to the feeling of like, I understand because the movie's about high school. Right. Every single, like this is so accurate.
0: I I think in the same way, super bad. like when
1: when you were in high school. Brought out. And and also brought up
0: memories of like the feelings a young man, boy had. Like when they run to go look at the woman's boobs. There's nothing I've related to more in my entire life. <laughs> like, when they go, let's go see what these warlocks look like. <laughs> it is like, I'm like, whoa. You know, like, I'm like, I can't believe they like hit Iconic. me right. Iconic. Wide set vagina. That that's a great line,
1: before. though. But I've never gotten a chance to quote it until right now. So
0: And it made perfect sense. <laughs> 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 okay, so... He was a sport, great sport about it. Was glad my explanation made more sense than what he thought. Yeah, I would be so fucking relieved. That's probably why he's at your apartment the next day to begin with.
1: To make sure that he didn't steal your tampon right. and put it
0: in his back pocket. Right. He's like, I'm going to have a meat too on my hands, <laughs> the likes of which have never been seen. Um. And though I was and still am screaming internally and mortified, I also have no idea why it didn't just occur to me to ask him where to bin it. This person, is this English woman Bennett it? or New England? We The waste paper basket is, is a very New England, but that's drunk logic for you. And to all your male listeners, listen up, men. I make an impassioned plea to get, please get a little bin for your bathroom. And in terms of a name for the story, me and my friends were thinking Bloody Mary, the artful Dodger, pick a pocket. That's funny. Um, Would love to hear your thoughts, J&J. Lots of love and a very embarrassed listener. I Well, hold on before we get into the uh, the the names i t- i hate when there's not multiple garbages in people's living
1: spaces okay
0: this bothers me i forgot
1: it's- to put it on your list
0: <laughs> I shoulda put garbage
1: in every room
0: garbage yeah. in every corner it drives me crazy i stayed at a comedy con- some of the comedy clubs have no like garbage. condos there was no garbage i was like so you had to like make your little bag From the CVS bag. I
1: hate that shit. Garbage is everywhere. When I lived in Williamsburg, that was my biggest issue with the entire borough.
0: Oh, really? Brooklyn
1: doesn't have garbages on every corner like Manhattan does. Manhattan has a garbage everywhere you look. Every street corner has a garbage.
0: I cannot, I would never move to Brooklyn hearing this. Just for that reason? Just for that reason.
1: I I get so annoyed
0: when there's no garbage.
1: Well, I, I feel you.
0: What would you call this one?
1: I liked uh, Maddie had some good names. Pocket pussy. That's good. Drunk detective. Tampon right. tampering. Right. What did you- I, I had, cause I kept thinking
0: of magic Mike. Okay. And then him thinking that it, like that it was, it was a, like magic a magic show. Trick. The ta-da.
1: I like that. <laughs>
0: That's what I had. Found I, it. Found it. <laughs> um, Heavy flow. Wideset we'll vagina. <laughs> Wideset we'll <that> vagina. <laughs> um. Garbage, garbage everywhere, not a place to throw it. (laughs) Because she's at his place, garbage place.
1: And so this is a call to action. Garbage is in every room. Right. Bloody Sunday. Bloody Sunday is good. Denim, blood, I don't know. If you guys have a name, that's also good. The old
0: switcheroo. I don't know. Because they switched the jeans.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I think, I think the audience can do better. Guys, let right. us know if you have, a, if you have a, DM us you up at you up podcast you
0: up at <laughs> betches dot com uh, at you dot up dot podcast. <laughs> How about uh, DNA in my jeans?
1: That's good. Little DNA check, little swab. Let's,
0: let's uh, red flag or deal breaker. You find uh, the condom in the back my pocket. back in my
1: pocket. That seems less gross to me. Let's gross, I think so. Cummy condom. Well, a condom has been inside you, sure already. Ew, right? Yeah. Tampon, not as much. But if this guy's okay with period sex, I'm sure he's fine with the tampon.
0: I would have no issue. I would be. I'm, you would I'm, keep I'm, it. I would, yeah. Frame it.
1: <laughs> in case some in case she comes back and needs to needs a tampon again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> got you, girl. <laughs> I'm a feminist. I got extra tampons in the back.
1: There you go. Um, Yeah, it would be found a condom in the back pocket. That explanation, funny. Not mine. We didn't use a condom, and there's a there's a used condom in my my jeans back pocket. Different story. Different
0: story. Not yours. What if? Okay, so he comes over the next day to explain himself, and he goes, "Found one of yours, and has it with him still." The
1: tampon. Yes. Kind of gross, but if I was the one who put it in his back pocket, I probably couldn't say much. Looking for something. (laughs) pulls it out <laughs> do you need one of these
0: right <laughs> thought you'd get away with it huh
1: <laughs> that's a good name
0: thought you get and away. i would have gotten that. away
1: with it too if it wasn't for you meddling
0: <laughs> for those meddling jeans, jeans. yes and i would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for his size 28 west of a waist <laughs> that made me think they were my jeans yeah i
1: would hope that his jeans weren't either jeans weren't super expensive that we're putting we're just throwing tampons in Well, ta-
0: that comes out right
1: blood yeah yeah i guess i think so
0: is period blood you know is it it's not like blood blood
1: it's it's real blood <laughs> I what always kind of thought blood of, did you think I mean, it was
0: i don't know i always thought it was like this like viscous
1: it, it amalgamation is that makes it probably things. worse though really it's thicker can be th- can be thicker. I'm getting really into the weeds here. <laughs> Immediately regret all the information divulged about it.
0: I'm about, so happy. This is going to uh, be people's favorite one. Let's do another email.
1: Anatomy 101. We need another health class lesson. <laughs> we British. should get a health teacher on here. I would love to that. just dispel all of the, uh, the the wrong information we're giving them. At. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well. Hi, J and Jay. Huge fan of the pod. Found you in the woes of 2020. I'm now a proud benefits subscriber. Love to hear Love it. it. I'm a single 27-year-old female living in NYC whose last relationship that lasted more than a couple months was in college. Altogether, not a lot of luck in the dating pool here. As I sat down to make my what do I want in a partner list. Thanks for the inspo, Jordana. Stay <laughs> tuned for the benefits episode if it's not already out now. Yours is out. Yes, but then right? we did both of our lists in the in the next one. Right. I think it'll be out by the time this happens.
0: Yeah, and if you want to subscribe on Apple, just hit that button uh, And Spotify, just search you up with benefits.
1: Yes. So she's as I sat down to, to make my what do I want in a partner list, I kept coming back to this question. What's the difference between having realistic expectations and settling? I feel like I have fairly high expectations for my future partner, but I also have very high expectations for myself. I'm an awesome person who is fun, nice, genuine, attractive, has a good job and life goals, and I would like the person I'm with to be the same. I would absolutely love to be in a relationship. I love, love, and would honestly be a great girlfriend. But balancing loving being independent and single and wanting something more is very complicated and super fun place to be. is a very complicated and super fun place to be. I really have no intent... Just, She's got a few spelling errors here. I don't know how amazing yeah, she is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I really have no intent in being in a relationship out of uh, boredom or convenience. How do I know if I'm being too picky and my expectations are too high? And if I waver, what's considered settling and what is just having realistic expectations? Thanks for the wisdom. As always, a most likely too picky betch. I feel like this is a good one for you.
0: It's a good one for me. I relate to them, but I think there's something in their email, Sometimes the answer is in the email and mm-hmm. like, she's so vague with what right. makes, you know, like the idea that like fun, fun, nice, <laughs> genuine, attractive has a good job and life goals. Like
1: everyone could be described that way. And also not described that way, depending on like the moment and who you're asking and who, and
0: whether you're attracted yeah, and whether you like them, you know, like you can back your way into those as descriptions for someone. Right. You know, oh, they're fun. They're, 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 you know, they're genuine, attractive. Like, those are all things you say
1: also, no, after the fact. Right. No one doesn't think that they are these things.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> right. So I, I think like their problem is like they are inventing, because they don't, haven't been in a lot of relationships, they're just inventing this, they're acting as if this person doesn't exist. Like, right. there's some sort of, like, cartoonish ghost they wrote up. But it's like, whoever, everyone that you, every couple you see, no matter how garbage you think that couple is, they say these things about each other.
1: Yes. It doesn't matter. Every you know, single person thinks that they're fun, nice, genuine, attractive, and I don't know about having a good job. That's still kind of subjective.
0: Right. It, it Totally. Yeah. Listen, some of you animals are dating teachers. Ugh. <laughs> do you know how many people have come up to me the
1: teacher community the, the well, union the, uni- <laughs> the union you're gonna get a cease and desist from the
0: union <laughs> I get so many people you know i all get DMs well I'm not a teacher so you might like me I you can't like- wait
1: for you to have kids and then this episode gets unearthed and sent to all their teachers <laughs> <laughs> daddy why do I keep failing
0: because you because the, t- cause cause the, cause
1: the your teacher te- te- said teacher said go ask your dad your father <laughs> right. to teach you math see how easy it is right
0: Cause I called them undateable monsters.
1: <laughs> I'm kidding! I'm kidding! Please. Um But yeah, so I a lot of people would say a teacher is a great job. Absolutely. So and, and I would too. <laughs> I'm not saying that it's not a great job.
0: Here's the thing.
1: But that just proves our point.
0: Right. Yes. It doesn't what she's I think she's so in her mind. And and the the fact that she wrote, I'm too. Uh, she signs a, a most likely too picky bitch. You're not too picky picky for wanting a fun, genuine
1: person who's motivated and has a good job. Those also aren't good things to write on a list, to me. They're not. That's a good point. They're not specific enough. So, like, and i'll I'll use a specific example that I learned from dating many people mm. is like writes like you know, positive, let's say I wrote positive on my list, Mm -hmm. right? What would that, what does that mean? If I wrote responds to my text within X amount of time, enthusiasm with an exclamation point, fine. Yeah. That's something that's like a specific need that I've discovered that I, that I want that I didn't have before that I can see wants to see me more than once a week.
0: Well, that's the problem with their sign off. They're saying they're too picky for having these vague things. To them, this must sound like you're the pickiest person alive. Which you're not. I don't not. think, so, I don't though, think right? you yeah. No, you're not. I'm saying, yeah. But I'm saying because they won't eat... they're saying they're picky now for wanting a nice guy.
1: What does that mean? <laughs> crazy. Right. That's what I'm saying. A so nice they guy.
0: need to be more picky. They need to say yeah. like be okay with some of these things that don't sound good. Like
1: That's why what, what did I have on there? Plans dates more than 24 hours in advance. That's a measurable right. like thing.
0: <laughs> and a lot of these list items become things that you have to be their are allowances to be turned off. Mm. And that's the big thing is like, this person has to be okay being turned off by someone. And you also have to be, come to terms with what, what turns you on. Right. This person is like, they're, they're putting everything on in a, a, what's it called? Like a, uh, in a hypothetical, like she has nothing that is like,
1: Right. What's the Solid. example that you're talking about that makes you too picky?
0: Right. Because I would say to someone, there's no such thing right. as too picky. Like, And I'm saying that as a single person who's probably someone could be listening. To, oh, Jared's too picky. Well, that's your opinion.
1: Well, it's all everything in life is about wh- what are you looking for in what period of time? And those are things that I think are important to consider right you could spend your entire life never settling because the per, quote unquote because you haven't found the perfect person mm-hmm. right so i think there's like a few things to consider when you're thinking about a partner a ti- i don't i don't think a timeline is bad if you have a sense right. of like i would like to think about if you were buying a house mm-hmm. right and you're never gonna find the perfect house every house has some sort of trade-off something wrong with it right if I need a house in 10 years I can take my time and wait and see what happens if I'm kind of like I have you know I, I gotta get out of my I need a house in this period of time maybe there's certain things that you're okay with you know letting that are that you've decided are more important so this is what you're prioritizing mm-hmm. so I do think time and I think that's why men are so much more non-committal or more don't care about, the settling down later because time is on their side. And in their their mind, they're like, I'm not going to settle, but they're just dealing with an entirely different set of circumstances.
0: Right? No, I I completely agree. And that's why, you know, nothing is perfect. Nothing's perfect. And I think that's comes down to like, you know, I think this person, the way they wrote their email, it sounds like someone who like, the idea of like settling to me, settling is not being excited to to do things with the, this person. Yeah. And still doing them with them, you know? And it's like, I think also because they haven't been in any relationships, they said, I've only had a couple month long thing in college and nothing else. You can go, well, I'll, I'll, they might be in a mode where like, well, I'll I'll do, I just want to get to dating and being in a long-term thing.
1: You're saying she is like that.
0: I think so. Like, I think when you say, like, you're afraid of a nice guy being too picky, (laughs) you know, like. But
1: she says she loves being independent and single.
0: Sure. But I think she has some fear. Uh, When nice guy is your standard. Right. That means, and then you're going, I don't want to settle. That means you maybe feel a little bit worried that just any nice guy will do. Right. Yeah. And, and it's 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 like the, it's almost the reverse of what she thinks she is.
1: And I, I agree with what you're saying. It's like, if you're not excited, that's your number one thing to think about. Right. right? There's a difference between like, I'm not excited to do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited, but I also know this person isn't perfect. Right. Those, Those are two very different things. You can be excited and not delusional.
0: Um, yeah, it's delusion to just keep pushing through. Well, maybe the next thing will excite me. Right. I mean, I had a version of that in my own life, you know, where you go, oh, maybe the the move in will get me to the next spot. Right. Maybe this will get me to the next thing. And you go, it's now that's never going to be the case.
1: I agree. You should always be excited. Yeah. And it's hard. I mean, it's hard to judge overall. Right. Overall. Right. Not again. Not at every single. And again, like your thoughts home, are impermanent.
0: Nobody's right? excited to go to someone else's house for the holidays.
1: Right. You know,
0: like you're not. But are you excited to like talk it out with that person after it's done? Like, are yeah. you excited to like hang out with them alone? Right. Like, are you, are you excited, excited for, for date four? Are you excited that going home means like, oh, that may you know, I you know, maybe getting engaged to this person, like, yeah, and figure out you know, those are, and it's hard to. Distinguish between, but I think this person specifically because of what they wrote in their email, they're like almost so afraid of their own lack of knowledge of their own standards.
1: Right. And I do think to an extent it is a gut thing. It's like...
0: The hardest gut thing. Is it? I mean, I'm looking back at at all the decisions that I made like in relationships. I'm like, man, I can't believe I made those decisions
1: because you weren't excited.
0: Right. And then like how sure I was then. And now being single now you go, how was I so sure when I'm not so sure.
1: So you were excited and sure ish.
0: I guess at certain points or
1: else I wouldn't right. have
0: stayed in them for what I would stayed in them. But then you look back and you go, you know, you 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 trust your gut enough, you go how many times was the gut in control? Like I I don't know. Like I
1: Yeah. Again, I think that also comes down to like a timeline. Right. Like
0: Right, well that I guess I in every one of those situations I'm going I'm at this point in right. time. Yeah. I'm not as pumped as I would like to be. I'm going to bail out. Yeah. And I think for this person, when you go, we're two months in and I'm pumped to see what the next thing happens. Oh, good. Keep being pumped.
1: Right. And settling is when you're not excited about something and you do it anyway because you feel like you're. You have to. I guess I I guess the
0: question would, would be like, what's exciting? You know, like that changes over time, too.
1: That's also true. Also, the person you're with is not exciting at every moment. In the beginning, though, and I think that's where she's at.
0: Right. In the beginning, you should be excited. Because there's someone married five years ago going. oh, these two don't even know. Like, you know, like, it doesn't get exciting, you know, down the road. And, and right. you go, but no, but are you excited to, like, have weird things happen and experience them with your partner?
1: Right. And, I mean, again, everything, lose everything, every uh, familiarity like we right. said, does become less exciting over time. Right. So that's why in the beginning, it's more of a measure. Right. right. No, I agree. And then maybe that changed to just overall happiness. Totally. Overall, I, like, you know. Contentment. Contentment. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I agree with that. Things are not exciting at every moment. Right. With anyone ever for a, over a long period of time.
0: And I think for this person, let's get more specific. Yes. Because then you can go, well, I'm not excited. The guy didn't even text me in under a day. You start admitting those things. Turned off. In the market for investment worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry? Rebag is the answer. games all right let's do it hi j and j huge fan of the podcast listen to it while i run bragging you got (laughs) okay (coughs) okay five care You guys always keep me laughing. I probably look like the biggest goof when cars drive by me as I'm smiling and exercising. We get it. We get it. (laughs) You exercise. You're active. So thank you for making the time fly by. This will be my first time writing in, and this scenario is too good not to share. I was recently talking with my friend about this guy she was starting to date. She was really into him. They went to the same college, had a successful he had a successful good paying job, and he seemed like a fun
1: guy. But- send him to the other woman. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> He's a fun guy. She's fun. Good job.
0: Not a good writer, but she she mentioned that he had this idea to buy products at a low price and resell them on Amazon or eBay for a profit, except for the fact that the only products he bought were kids' toys. I know this isn't unheard of for people to resell items, but it seemed odd that he would specifically target kids' toys. Additionally, once he had bought his merchandise, he couldn't figure it out slash put in the effort to actually resell them, so he had hundreds of kids' toys and boxes lying around his apartment. He tried to keep his side gig a secret from her as long as possible, but obviously couldn't keep them hidden for long since she would go over to his apartment. When she told me the story, I personally thought that reselling products, specifically kids' toys, was a red (laughs) flag. (laughs)
1: Anyone want a uh, Barbie (laughs) Range Rover?
0: Got all these Barbies. (laughs)
1: It would be so weird to go to a guy's place, a closet full of Barbies. Right? (laughs) Anyone want some Legos? (laughs) I've got plenty. (laughs) So creepy when you put it that way. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just
0: going to go grab a jacket. What the fuck is this? 7,000 Furbies. (laughs) When she told me the story, I personally thought that reselling products, specifically kids toys, was a red flag, especially since he has a good job and doesn't need the additional income. It was a deal breaker for my friend, but wanted to get your thoughts. Red flag or deal breaker? He has hundreds of kids toys lying around his apartment. That It's funny that last line doesn't really explain it all as, that well. It's
1: not even as bad as, as the real thing, I think. Well, OK, what do you think? I think this is so creepy. I would definitely be really? out. First of all, again, you have a well-paying job, but you're, what are the margins on Legos that you could possibly be reselling for? He's addicted to the hustle. Sell something else. Sell Rolexes. No, no, no. Um, The kids toys, super creepy. I think also just like creepy for a grown man to have an apartment full of kids toys. The fact that he tried to hide it from her, I I would be like, I can't, there's something, there's something more sinister going on here. It's weird.
0: The hiding's the bad part. It's never the cover. It's not ever the crime. It's always the cover. (laughs) It's all
1: of it. It reminds me of 40 year old virgin where he's all the action figures. Well,
0: that made sense. He sold it for a lot of money in that movie. I got your Paw Patrol. Got your (laughs) blues clues. (laughs) Monopoly. Yeah, No. Come get your Avengers officially licensed toys.
1: Here's the other thing. It's like, the fact that it's kids' toys makes it more sinister, not just because it's like creepy because they're kids' toys and right. a grown man, but also because it's kinda like you're reselling toys to then what? Ex- like exploit parents in need of toys.
0: That's the reason it makes the most sense. That's the, that's what makes it less creepy to me.
1: And because to sell that's them on you, eBay. Well,
0: because if you find There's an Office episode where Dwight goes and buys all the... Do you want to date Dwight? (laughs) Listen, Dwight was a entrepreneur. This is uh, very... uh, To me, the kids' toys... Here's how I empathize with the kids' toys. If you're looking to have a markup on an item, what Dwight would do and what people do is they go and find the toy that's the hot toy. They go buy a bunch of them. And they go, let me take advantage of some... Idiot dads who didn't plan
1: for the holidays. Yeah, I think that's kind of fucked up. Well,
0: <laughs> let's say he was, let's say instead of it's toys. It's like, oh, there's a
1: hurricane coming. Let me buy all the toilet paper. I was just going to say that. Yeah, like, <laughs> price gouging. It's fucked up.
0: During the pandemic, would, you, would they go to the store, they buy every mask, every every single mask, and they resell. Gone, them. over. Would you be okay, red flag or deal breaker? And you found out that you're getting, you're on the flight to Cancun. Mike looks at you and goes, this was all paid for with K95 masks.
1: No. I mean, why don't I just date Tony Soprano? Right. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's, I, I. Same scenario.
0: I would be so turned on. You'd be into it. Oh my God. What did you make this money? Polly pockets. I was taking taking advantage of little kids. You'd love it. (laughs) I'd be like, what? What do you mean taking advantage? Oh yeah. I sold those Barbies at a hundred percent markup. Enjoy first class, honey. You're into it. And I'm. I am so into it. Just the the thought oh. of like I'm gonna fuck these idiots over. Parents, <laughs> and I think it's the parents. <laughs> I I would. I'm making a lot of assumptions that like like I hope this he guy. Mean he's not
1: even selling them. They're all in his apartment. Right. He's too well, lazy to sell a them.
0: A failure at this. Not as hot. Yeah. If he's now got, he's a hoarder.
1: <laughs> These are worth something. <laughs> You'll see. Yeah. I got these Funko Pop. Yeah, You ever why, see those? <laughs> those why Funko you collect Pop? stocks and then <laughs> sell them when the price increases? That's hotter to me. I, <laughs> I got your care
0: bears. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine him in a park selling him like he's at a
1: baseball game. Go buy some fucking crypto or something. I don't know. Crypto's uh, better than this. Yeah, crypto's better than this. He was wow. better, even though it's not having a moment at the moment. I, I guess
0: I don't know. There's something. I guess the male, an, a man, selling Care Bears on a chat room, and you're not sure who he's talking to. Poorly,
1: not done. Not poorly, <laughs> not as not, not as
0: successful. Care Bears salesman. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I mean, if this is the prelude to him inventing Amazon, maybe, well, but it would have to be going in that Jeff direction. Jeff Bezos. I was in my
0: garage. No woman believed in
1: Buying it. and selling things on the internet.
0: <laughs> it is creepy.
1: It's creepy until you're it's, a billionaire. It's yeah. creepy.
0: Yeah, it's creepy until it's not until you're on that private jet.
1: Yeah. No, this is creepy. I'm out. Anyway. Let's um, do another one. Hi, Jared and Jordan. I've been listening to the UP podcast for a few years, ever since my therapist sent me, sent me an article from the Betches website. Whoa.
0: Love it. got to find that. out who wrote that one.
1: Right. Which therapist that was. <laughs> I was single for a few years in my 20s, and I went on plenty of average dates, but one in particular stands out. I met a guy from Hinge at a brewery for our first date. He, brought, he bought me a beer, and we sat outside. When we first got our beers, he offered me a sip of his so I could try it, and he tried a sip of mine. An hour or so went by, and I started to get cold, so we decided to move indoors. I had about three to four sips of beer left, and when we set up to move, he picked up my beer and gulped down the rest of it. <laughs> I looked at him. <laughs> I looked at him in surprise and said, I wasn't finished with that. He said, Oh, sorry, I thought we were sharing beers. What? <laughs> in my opinion, having one sip of each other's beers doesn't really count as sharing, but he offered to buy me another beer, so I brushed it off as a misunderstanding. A little while later, I went to the bathroom. At this point, I again had about three to four sips of beer left. When I got back from the bathroom, my beer was gone. I said, did you finish my beer again? <laughs> he responded with, what do you mean? And acted like this was the first time this had ever happened. At this point, I was pretty confused, it ended the date shortly after. I brought the story to the brunch table and my friends could not figure this one out. I thought maybe I was just being selfish, but they all agreed this was extremely weird for a first date. It ended up being a deal breaker for me, when I politely told him I wasn't interested in another date, he told me to go fuck myself. So, obviously, I dodged a <laughs> bullet there. That's fair. So, red flag or deal breaker, they finish your drink without asking not once, but twice on a first date. Well, Curious about your thoughts? I'm about
0: to solve this mystery for her.
1: Drinking problem?
0: Yeah. This okay. guy's an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, there's no question. That was my hunch. Right. Well, they say um, it was like, it was like, you know you have a problem when you won't share your drugs.
0: <laughs> I guess it goes the other way, yeah, too. Yeah, right. When right? you're dating, so
1: taking someone else's.
0: Right. Yeah. That you're just assuming their drugs are your drugs. Mm-hmm. No, this is what alcoholics do. Like, I not to be... <laughs> That's
1: why he was on the date. <laughs>
0: right. No, I mean, yeah. to take the sip, and I thought we were, like... It's... No, no, no. This guy has a serious issue. And if you've ever drank with someone who's an alcoholic...
1: Is that what they do? Here's what I was collecting the, 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 uh, the drinks from the whole table.
0: Kind of, but here's what happens. And I've had this happen. I know some people are sober now, thankfully. Um, but you're, you're sitting with them and over the same amount of time, having a drink and over the same amount of time, you're fine and they're gone. And you're like, how did that happen? And it's because they do shit like this, okay. you know, where you you'll be like, I'm having a beer, and then you turn to them, how are they so drunk already? And you realize that they're taking shots on the side every time you, they go to the bathroom, they take a shot every time you leave, they'll drink the end of your drink, and they will go, oh, what happened to my drink? And they'll go, oh, I got you a new one. Yeah, you know, it's like stuff like that. That this is, I mean, and the fact that he wrote, go fuck yourself.
1: That also shows he might not be it might not have been sober. Well, yeah, right. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, you dodge a bullet as far. And as, you know, I hope this person got well or doing better. But
1: yeah, yeah. that's all I could think. To of. To me, it's time. much more about the alcohol than being rude. Right. Right.
0: <laughs> right. This is this is beyond.
1: <laughs> I thought we were sharing. Right. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like if i he was also on probably th-
1: thought she wouldn't notice because she like went to the bathroom or she that's also like like it's clearly a, a thing for him
0: absolutely like you know and i do understand hey i got this drink you got that drink want to try mine want to try yours that's a different story than i guess i have free reign to your drink right
1: yeah person has an issue <laughs> right
0: let's do one more j and j I love your podcast and really value the perspectives you bring to dating and relationship questions. I'm a single 30 year old woman and I live in the city with one of my close friends who is a single 30 year old guy. We're both straight but have never hooked up or had any other than a platonic relationship. We're both on the apps and have come across mixed reactions from our dates when they learn that we're roommates with someone straight and single of the opposite sex. My question is, would that be a red flag or deal breaker to you? And when is the right time to bring it up? Is it's not something I try to hide but I'm wondering if I'm talking about it too soon uh, making it a turn off. Would, you, would love your thoughts on this. Thanks so much. What do you think?
1: You know, Mike had a uh, female roommate. I really? Yeah. Well, one He lived with two people. A man, one of his friends, mm-hmm. and a, a woman.
0: How did he bring it up to you?
1: Told me on the first date. Yeah. yeah. What did you say? He said she helped him pick out the outfit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what was your thought?
1: Um, I Especially say, being an anxious dater. So I was on.
0: wondering what, you know.
1: Um, I would say... I wasn't like my favorite thing, mm-hmm. but I didn't care that much, especially just cause like the way that, he, the way that he described it, it seemed very like not, not a thing. Right. And you'd have, I guess
0: you'd have to be a crazy person mm-hmm. to be on a first date. Hey, I'm single. I'm on the first date, but I also live with this fuck buddy. <laughs> like if that's your thing that you're doing that's a little wild to me right and then to go yeah it's just my roommate and not admit to it or right. not come out clean about you know what i mean like yeah. i think what i think this person if, the, if someone has a problem with it you're dealing with someone who's very self-conscious like yeah. you were confident enough in yourself mm-hmm. to go oh you have a female roommate whatever i have to i have i have to have the confidence to 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 assume that not all roommates are just fucking, right? <laughs> right? Like, yeah. yeah, I think a very self conscious person would take, would would get weirded out by it. To me,
1: yeah, no, I agree. It wasn't it wasn't a uh, that big of a deal, and also just like I think you could tell very quickly like what even the deal just, like, was. yeah what the deal is. Like you said, like someone's not like. Yeah, we've like hooked me and my roommate, or my ex-girlfriend. If it was like, oh, my roommate's my ex-girlfriend.
0: Different story. We still
1: live together. <laughs> that's a different story. But yeah. the way, yeah, the way it was described didn't seem like that, it, that crazy.
0: I think that's the biggest part, mm-hmm. how you describe it. Mm-hmm. I live with this person. We got matched up through a friend. They're great. Yeah. We're, we're friendly, but we don't go out together a lot. Like, like you would any roommate. Right. You know, like, yeah. uh, and if someone but, has a problem, I think that. That's someone a good, a, it's a good thing for them to, right. for you yeah, to That's
1: see. more of a red flag if someone has an issue with it. Did you, have you, what would, what would you think? I wouldn't think anything of it at all. Wouldn't I don't know. I, I,
0: maybe it's, I, I, I like to think it's confidence that I'd be like, oh, right. cool. How do you guys know each other? Right. How'd you get put together? Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, I have, I, it wouldn't even move me to anything. Yeah. If they said I would that. like,
1: I wouldn't, I'm not going to, I wouldn't like not think about it at all, but I don't think, but obviously, I mean, I did happen, so I didn't care. Listen, it's all day. in
0: how it's presented to you. If I said, oh, how did you meet your roommate? Well, we met on Tinder <laughs> and then we worked out better as just living. You know, I go, oh, that's a little bizarre. Right. What? And then I would have more questions. Right. What got you to the point where you're like, I don't have attraction for this you know and you have to be okay with those questions but if you go oh we have mutual friends from high school and we're both looking for a roommate and I don't like living alone I'm 30 I'm like kind of I could live on my own if I wanted to but I kind of like you know the action that comes with like having roommates
1: yeah it's a different story
0: yeah we solved dating again
1: we did it proud of us
0: per usual people we're here every Wednesday and Sunday Yes. Keep telling your friends. If you're here this deep into the episode, that means you enjoy the conversation we're having here.
1: Tell us, tell a friend, rate, review, and subscribe. I read all the reviews; they've been wonderful. Love it, and we'll see you on Sunday. Bye. The You Up Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico social media by maddie paul be sure to follow at you.up.podcast on instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com batches